0: Welcome to Fresh Off the Set. I'm Carrie
1: Hawker-Diaz. And I'm Brooke Mangum. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you. you Extra thank you for listening today because this podcast is all about yours truly. (laughs) So I'm sorry in advance. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen here.
0: No need for apologies because we're going to get to know our beautiful Brooke Mangum a little bit better. You think you may know her. But no, you don't.
1: You have no idea. I don't even know me. <laughs> it's a day-to-day change. After kids, we don't know who we are. You right? really don't. I don't. I all I only know is that I used to be younger and that was and I my body hurt less <laughs> it's kind of a bit. All of a sudden you wake up and things are different. Uh-huh. Like it seems like it happened overnight, but it's not. I have like a stretch routine that I'm gonna, gonna go oh, through. Will you teach me?
0: Yeah, I, I got you. Know. I
1: need to do that. We're um, not even we're young. we're young. It's those kids that made us old. How long have we known each other? I don't know. I was trying to do the math before because I met you far before I ever came to KUTV, and fun fact, Carrie actually was a big part of why I'm here. So if you don't like me, you have Carrie <laughs> to blame.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? I just did the intro; you did the rest, rookie. But
1: I think we've known each other since what? Like,
0: so it, I so I had my daughter in 2017, and I started the show right after I got back from maternity leave. So I feel like you and I, because I filmed a commercial yes, at your rock
1: station at the yeah at the radio station when I was with iHeart, mm-hmm. and that was when we did the dial change. So it's I.
0: It was 2016?
1: 2016, I want to say. It was
0: before I was pregnant. Jeez. We're
1: coming up on, like, we're getting pretty close to 10 years here, Karen. Oh,
0: my gosh. And you know what? Brooke is a sweetheart because the day I met you, I was shooting two different commercials, and I forgot to bring a change of outfit. And I remember my photog, Tom was like, well, where's your other outfit? I'm like, I don't know. And you stepped in. We had just met five minutes prior, and you said... I have a shirt in my car. Luckily, I'm a hobo
1: <laughs> that was living <laughs> out of my car, basically, because I was going to the radio station at 4:30 in the morning. Yeah. So you can't really pre- you have to prep for your entire day at 4:30 in the morning, right? Because you're not going to go home. So I just had I was it was like a luggage like wardrobe.
0: Well, you literally gave me the shirt off your back, and you hardly knew me. So I have to thank you for that, and that's how our friendship started. Yep.
1: And here we are. And here we are. Here years we are. and years later. Yes. Okay. So people aren't familiar. Are you from here? I am. I'm born and raised here. In Utah, Salt Lake City girl, went to Skyline yes. High School, go Eagles. Yes, I did the Eagle Claw. I know you can't see me, but I did it there in spirit. <laughs> and then I went on and did the University of Utah alum. I got my degree in mass communications and broadcasting there. Good for you. So I am like Utah, I am full Utah people through and through. Through
0: and through. What were you like growing up? Because you're very girly now, you know, you you like your makeup, you like your, your,
1: your jewelry, your nails, but what were you like growing up? Uh, Carrie, I was chubby and had a mullet okay <laughs> so, <laughs> I was a total tomboy so not what you are now not what I am now what's so funny is and I, I asked my mom I'm like mom like how did you let this mullet happen for so long and she said that I wouldn't let her touch my hair or brush my hair mm. fast forward to me now as a mother my my daughter won't let me touch that's her, what her I was hair. gonna say Ava's just like that so I'm now getting I'm reaping what I sowed but I was a total tomboy kind of a little bit more awkward I played sports played volleyball and softball and you guys if you do watch this show you know that I'm very competitive I've, no, I've, I've, you! I've thrown some elbows at charity functions. <laughs> but, but it's just, I, I can't help it. I got like the heart of, the, of a competitor, Carrie. It's, it's who she is, it's she right. means well. But that's what I, how I grew up is a little bit more awkward. It was really kind of funny. Um, what kind of sparked me being a little bit more girly, I guess I was awkward because I just wasn't confident in myself, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's a thing that we all struggle with, especially young girls is just feeling awkward in our bodies, mm-hmm. not really knowing where we belong. And ironically, what kind of helped me get more confidence was I got scouted by a modeling agency when I was about 12 years old. And it, you know, it sounds so funny because you would think that modeling industry is what tears you down, right? And it's what makes you feel bad about yourself. But for me, it was the opposite because it made me realize like, hey, wow, like they think I could be a model. That's crazy. And I got scouted at 12 years old, like I said, at a Britney Spears concert. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Britney. Because it set me on basically the whole path of of my career because I started doing spokes modeling and things like that. And I always wanted to be in broadcasting. Yeah. I like to talk. You guys know this already. I, I'm a chatty Cathy, but I always <laughs> wanted to be in broadcasting. I actually always wanted to be a lifestyle host, even when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. wanted to be in the entertainment industry. Aww. And so I'm getting to live my dream. So... Live your dreams, people. It can happen. Now, wait, did you travel, like, out of the country for modeling, or what did you do? I did. I actually lived in Paris for a while when I was 17, which was a, a really interesting wow. experience. Paris
0: at 17. It,
1: I, you grow up quick, right? Yeah. And it was a, in really kind of a crazy experience. Like, I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I kind of learned that this wasn't for me. I, I didn't... It was I, I was too tender for it. Like I couldn't take how, how grueling it was and how difficult it was to be like away from your family and friends and things like that. So I really enjoyed that experience of being able to see the world and I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. But it kind of showed me like, no, maybe this isn't exactly what you want to be doing. And I went back to school. There you go, guys, stay in school, kids, stay in <laughs> school, I'm back to school and went to the University of Utah and got my degree in mass comm and been tr- hustling, trying to become a host ever, ever since. To I become a host. As soon as I graduated, I moved down to California because I was like, I am going to do this. I'm going to be the next Maria Menunos. I love her. And uh, then I discovered that it's really expensive in California. Sharon's. And I started doing modeling gigs again and just doing anytime somebody would let me be in front of a camera and let me do any kind of hosting. So I actually started traveling on the MotoGP circuit, you know, mm-hmm. for the motorcycles and things like that. And I started hosting that way. That was kind of like my first time that I got my feet wet in reality of broadcasting was doing things like that. And speaking of reality, you were on a reality (laughs) show. I sure was. Tell us about this. While I was living in LA, just trying to do whatever I could to be getting in this industry, Mm -hmm. a friend of mine referred me to sign up for a reality show. And at that time, it was like a modeling show that I was signing up for. And I went through that process. I made it pretty far, but they didn't select me. And then about six months later, I had actually moved back to Salt Lake City. And I got a call from a casting director. And they said, hey, we just found your file. Would you be interested in being in a reality show? And at that point, I, I, a motto of my life is just say yes and jump. Because you never know where it's going to take you, right? That's true. That's true. There's Some of the biggest opportunities in my life have happened by accident Mm -hmm. or just being open and available to something, right? And it's when it's the scariest too. Don't you think it's like those
0: big jumps? They are so scary of stepping outside your comfort zone, but those are your biggest growths. That's
1: it. I have two mottos that I live by in my life. And one of them is fear is a green light that means go. Mm -hmm. Because if you are scared, that means you're doing something big. It's something that you've never done before. Mm-hmm. So when you start feeling that fear, instead of shrinking away, going, Oh, I don't know about this. That's the time for you to put the, your pedal to the metal and go because you never know what's on the other side. And when you break through that other side of fear, that's where all the good stuff is. And that's where you can start really chasing down your dreams. But it's, it's so scary to get over that initial hump. It's terrifying. Oh, it's so, it's so scary. It's so scary. So I signed up for that reality show. I ended up doing it I made it really far. I, I was one of the last people to go. I la- I got voted off right before the money. And what was it called? It was summer Camp. Summer Camp. Can Nobody will watch- find it? You can still find it. Okay. Yes, you can get it. Yes. Uh, it, I can't, I really can't recommend watching it. It's not very good. <laughs> you know, it was, they sent adults back to Summer Camp. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like this weird kind of show. I don't even think, Mom, maybe you finished it. I don't know. I don't want to call you out, but I don't, it was just, it wasn't a great show, but I learned a lot on it. I learned how to be resilient. I learned how to honestly kind of really be a- alone on my own for the first time. And be, it, it's all televised, so there was like pressure is on. You're like, you okay. can't hide. You can't hide. You'd wake up and the camera was right there. But it was a really good learning experience for me. And what it really did is once I fit, completed the show, I did the press tour. So I was able to go on all these amazing opportunities. I was on extra TV where I got to be interviewed by Maria Menounos, like my hero. So I was just you know sitting there like shaking in my boots. And then I also got to go be on the Today Show. And I got to do a ringside interview on WWE. So I got to do all of these things that I've always wanted to do I and be a see part of. And how it works. And if I never would have taken that leap by doing that silly reality show, I never would have gotten into these arenas. I yeah. never would have had these opportunities. And I was actually doing part of the press tour. A local radio host named Hooker asked if I would want to come in and talk about the show on a station. It was Rock 106.5 at the time. Is that how that connection happened? And that's how that connection happened. It was set up by the PR firm, and he just saw a local girl was on a reality show, so he was going to interview her. So I came in. At that point, it was Clear Channel. And I just was like, you know, went in in the morning, was going to go talk to this random radio host. And I ended up staying there for six years. On the rock station. So <laughs> tell, rock me, station. tell me about that journey, too. So that journey, um, Hooker and I just got along like, great, perfect. He's still one of my like best friends to this day. And we were just laughing and having a good time on air. And I have so much to thank to that man. He really, um, like you, Carrie, like I wouldn't have, we would be where I am without them. He just, we went off air. He looked at me and he goes, hey, come with me for a second. And he, like, grabs me by the arm gently, nice, leads me down, takes me into the GM's office, and he just says, hey, this is Brooke Mangum. She's going to be my new co-host. Oh, he just knew. And he just yeah. said it like that. He's like, this is my co-host. I found her. And they looked at him like, okay, crazy pants. Like, you're, you're nuts, <laughs> hooker. Are you on your medication? <laughs> Please? <laughs> you just brought in this random young-looking girl and said <laughs> that she's good. of course, she wanted to be your co-host. So uh, it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, okay, whatever, hooker. And um, I left, but then I reached out to him later. I was like, "Hey, are you serious? Like, I, this, is, this is what I want to do. I want to be in broadcasting." And he said, "I've talked to them. Um, they said that you can just start showing up if you want to. If you want to like watch and shadow." And I did. I showed up for free for six months. Okay, that's I dedication. Up every single morning at like 4:30 in the morning, they wouldn't even let me have a hot mic in the very beginning. I just had to sit and watch. And then I slowly but surely they let me pepper in every now and then. And then there was a period there that I was hosting the morning show with Hooker for free, for free, for like <laughs> five months. Oh, my gosh. And then they finally uh, gave me a contract. But it was like one of the bigger contracts that they'd ever given to a brand new jock. So it's just one of those moments, again, like I know I sound like a broken record. But it all like, led to you yeah, know, each
0: other and then led to Fresh Living. And led to fresh,
1: Yeah. The, the other motto that I live my life by is bet on yourself and jump. Because if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to do it. And if you are not willing to put yourself in that position Mm -hmm. to succeed and to go after your dreams, you're never going to get there. And I figured, I'm like, well, no matter what, like when I was at the radio station, eventually they could lock the door, right? Mm -hmm. And they could tell me to leave. But I'm still going to have learned so much from this experience. And I'm also going to learn that maybe this isn't for me. radio isn't for me. And uh, I always wanted to, like I said, host a lifestyle television show. And it was kind of an interesting situation of how we met. I, I met you via the radio station. Yep. And then I was in a yoga class. And I ran into Nicola Clark, who has been on the show oh, several yeah, times. She's co-hosted a little bit. She yeah. co-hosted. And she, I said, girl, we went to high school. How are you? What's going on? And she goes, you know, I've been... A guest hosting on this lifestyle show, Fresh Living. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that. My friend, Carrie, is on that. And she said that um, Nicola told me that they've been looking for a host. And I was like, oh, jackpot. This is my calling. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Here it is. So I call. I slid into your DMs, I think, Carrie? I think it was.
0: I was going to try to find it because I think I still have it. I think it was on Instagram. And you messaged me. And we had, we were friends, and we knew each other. We'd done commercials together. Yeah, But I think you said, hey, I uh, heard that. They were auditioning for a co-host,
1: and is there, you know, what can you pass do? my name? Yeah, and Carrie passed my name, which is very rare, especially. I think we're getting better in this industry, especially as women, I, f- I feel like we are now are realizing that there is not just you, not just a seat at the table, but you can sit at the head of the table, right? Yeah. As a woman, I think yep. that we're finally starting to realize that there's room for all of us. And that when we rise each other up, we're more together, powerful as a team, we're more powerful as a team. But at that time, like it was very, I remember being, when I texted you, I'm like, I'm wondering if you'll even write back. You, <laughs> you know what? I saw that. Know.
0: And I thought, you know, you are so talented. You really you. are. And whether it's like, I mean, we come into our podcast and I was like, Brooke, how do I do this? What do I do? I like, know. you are so good at radio, TV, modeling, hosting. Like, you really are when they say like the full package. Honestly, you really are that. Appreciate that. And, and you and. You just like you're relatable. You're just real. You're just like this is the way it is. This is who I am. Set the bar low. I think that's why people. I think that's why people connect to you because they're like she's just like me, you know. And you're just you. You really are. And you. You. You know. I may have done that small connection, which was easy for me to do because I knew you would shine,
1: but you did the rest yourself. And then I did what I normally do. I started showing up for free. <laughs> That's how I, honestly, I think that might be my strategy to get all the jobs I've ever Hey, gotten. It works. I showed up for free. I started hosting part time. Yeah. It was because uh, they were just auditioning different hosts. And then, about, gosh, I think I'm coming up on my sixth year. Six I think years. Six years in next December. I remember because you were doing radio. And it this was. show. Oh so you gosh. would get up at what time? Like, tell me about your morning. Four, four o'clock in the morning. And then I would get to the radio station like right around five because I got, you know, got a little quicker about doing everything. And so I'd get the radio station at five. I would do that show and I would prep. And then while I was on the radio, I would get ready for television. So I would be like yelling at the boys because the only girl on the rock station. So I'm curling my hair. My hair is probably steaming and I'm <laughs> steaming too, yelling at them. <laughs> But I would get fully ready at the radio station. And then I would duck out a little bit early from my radio shift. And I remember you'd be racing. Oh, over. my gosh. I, I I cannot believe that I never got pulled over. And p- p- don't speed, kids. You know, But p- obey p- p- the traffic laws. But I was <laughs> flying to get here. And I would just come in, put my earpiece on, and go. But I love it. I, I feed off of that kind of energy. And, like, being able to be I, – I was chasing my dreams. And I'm still chasing my dreams to this day of being able to – Look and be that little young girl that was at Skyline High School that mm-hmm. always watched. I, I remember going to, I went on a field trip when I was young, um, and I came to here to KUTV. And I think I was maybe about 13, something like that, may, maybe even younger. You did the little tour. Uh huh. And I remember seeing Debbie. Debbie mm-hmm. was there, and Ron. And Ron's still here. Ron's, Ron's still yeah, here. I remember. American Treasure. <laughs> That's right, our treasure. And I remember seeing them and the energy and them running around doing all this crazy stuff on the news. And I remember thinking, I want to do that. I want to work here. And then when the opportunity came to work here, I was like, oh my gosh, full circle moment. You're also a good example
0: of going for what you see in front of you, whether you're scared or not. You take that jump, like you said. Like you, you know, whether you had the confidence to do it or not, you had the
1: courage and you did it. And then the confidence builds after that. I don't know if it's dumb or not because (laughs) I have definitely jumped and missed
0: a lot of times, <laughs> but then if you don't jump, you never know. You right? never
1: know, and I can guarantee this: every year that I get older, I it's when I look back at my life, the things that I remember, the things that I regret, they're not the risks that I didn't like that that I took, right? Mm-hmm. It's the ones I didn't take. So it's I look true. back and I go, I wish I would have been more involved with that. I wish I would have tried harder. I wish I would have put myself out there mm-hmm. more. Then you never look at it later and go, hey, eh, you know, maybe I was a little, little went a little far there. But you don't care about that stuff. You that don't doesn't care. haunt you. Those aren't the ghosts that haunt you. Right. You're
0: glad you took that chance. And that, I mean, and I'm so glad you did too because, and to so our viewers, you are just loved on this show. I mean, you are just so much fun. The crew, hosts, we all just love you. And it, I wish you were here every day. I occasionally show up. I occasionally do. So you stepped eventually away from radio, just yeah. focus more on First Living because. You had another little thing that came
1: into your I life. I had a bun in the oven, and let me tell you, being pregnant at 4:30 in the morning on a radio station is not fun. Bless you, bless you. I would drive, and I had a garbage can in my lap, and I was just driving to work like, I'm like, I got it. I gotta, something's gotta change, something's gotta change. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I stepped away from the radio station just because it wasn't conducive to the life of being a mom, which I knew I wanted to do. So I had my daughter Ava back in 2019. She and is so beautiful. She is a hellion. I don't know if I can say that. You might have to bleep it. It's fine. Um, she's a crazy person, but I love her so much. Talk about a thirst and fire for life. She has. She she's, came in here
0: and she felt right at home on these. She, Remember she was playing around on the... We did. We yeah. brought
1: her into this podcast booth and I had to pull her out. She was just singing her songs and just being a crazy lady. And then I just had my son River about four months ago. He's four months old in a couple days. days. So you now are a mom of two. Isn't it wild? It's crazy that they, let, of they four. let me have children. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's nuts that I'm like, I'm responsible for other <laughs> lives.
0: <laughs> you and Brandon, I mean, gosh, the four of you, River, Ava, Brandon, Brooke, like,
1: are you kidding me? Like, most beautiful family ever. Oh, well, we're crazy. It's a crazy household over there. Crazy and beautiful. And you know it is. Like, being a mom, like, you're just, you're learning on the fly. You're learning on the go. Yeah.
0: It's just, you said just this morning, you had to leave. Everybody was crying. Oh, everybody was crying. You had to leave crying.
1: to be on the show. Yep. I, everyone was trying to sleep. Train River. Ava was upset that she couldn't be a part of the process. They were all crying. And I just was like, well, I. <laughs> uh, old me would have been really upset about this, but with my first child, I've been like devastated leaving crying, crying children. Mm-hmm. Brooke 2.0 is like, I'm out.
0: <laughs> I gotta go. Cause T V doesn't wait. We we have to film. You the, have to get ready. The you little have to. red light turns on and
1: if you're not there, you're not there. You're not
0: there. Well, and, and in the meantime too, you have founded a CPG marketing company that mm-hmm. you are just doing amazing. Let's talk about that a little okay, bit. Okay.
1: So uh, what we do, so it's consumer packaged goods company. And like a marketing agency. And that's just a fancy way of saying we build brands, right? So we're brand builders. So... You're w- good at this stuff, right? It's well, a lot of it was taken from what I learned here at Fresh Living and on the radio is... I love connecting with people. That's why I got into this business. I love sharing people's stories. I love when somebody makes an incredible product that's gonna help people. I love getting that message out. And that's really what we do. Uh, We we formulate and we manufacture the goods and then we get them out to the people. And it's all about building that story and building that narrative, right? Like the why, the why is really big with with our business. Why should people connect to this? And then we've been lucky enough to have some celebrities, like, sponsor and be a part of our brands. Can you name drop who's some I can, so we've had Mike Tyson be with us, and then we are Cheech and Chong. And if you know who Cheech and Chong are, you know who Cheech and Chong are. <laughs> <laughs> and they are a hoot. <laughs> I, I know, they're really funny guys, but we do, like, CBD brands and all sorts of just wellness products. But it's been really, really fun to to be on that other side of it instead of just sharing other people's story, but to build our own brands and to be a fabric of that and that impact has just been wild. I feel like I'm drinking from a fire hose every single day because I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Let's watch a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, the YouTube, YouTube
0: University. I don't know how you're managing that all. I mean, mom, TV show host. I know you do some modeling, some things on the side, too. And then you have your own company, Being you know, a wife. I mean, that's that's a lot. It's a lot. And you look amazing oh, doing well, it. You. So will you give us all your secrets? A, a, lo- a lot of
1: support. I'm, I don't be afraid to tell people you're drowning. Right. I think that that's been something that that I've learned just this past year. I've always felt like, you know, you need to need to like you said, like I need to have it together. I need to be doing all these different things. And I I like to feel busy. Right. I like to feel like I feel fulfilled. You thrive off of it. I thrive off of it. I feel the most fulfilled when I'm able to do all these different aspects of my personality and things like that. But I think the biggest thing is, is nobody has it together. Nobody's juggling. We're all it's triage is the way I like to say whoever's bleeding first. That's where I go. There's a problem at work that is, like needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. I go there. Ava has practicing her WWE moves off the couch and has <laughs> misjudged, which happens. <laughs> that's where I go. You know, it's and it just being. I'm very lucky to have a very strong support system with my husband, my friends, my family lives close. But I think just being just being able to tell people like, hey, I'm not okay. I'm struggling. I need help. Yeah, that's the biggest thing because yeah. a lot of times we all want to be there for each other. We just don't know.
0: Right. Well, we're, we're sometimes we feel that an expectation that we can handle it all. Oh, I got this. I could do this. I got that one. No, you can't. You just I, can't. I
1: can't do most things. Well, Is kind of how <laughs> I feel. Right. It's like if I really focus on this one, maybe I can do it. But
0: that's good advice. So good to support because they, you got to lean on people when you can't. And
1: people want to help. You're right. People want to help you out. And then my, my biggest like thing for like business, things like that. Like I said, there is a lot that I don't know how to do. Right. And if you don't know how to do something, Find somebody that does. And kind of model after and them. Yeah, or, or hire them if you can. If you've sure. got the budget, right, try and find somebody that it is a specialty in that. It's all about your team that's around you, and that's in your emotional life, that's in your family life, that's in your work life. It's find people that can help support you and help mm-hmm. push your dreams forward. Mm-hmm. And hire smart people and surround them <laughs> surround your crew, Amen. That, right? Find, find the right people and have them do the job for you. Well, you're, you're looking good, girl. You're doing amazing things.
0: And we are so lucky to get you, even though we only have you one day on the show. <laughs> I'm still trying everyone listening there, I'm still trying to get her on more, maybe one day. Maybe one day. I'll be there.
1: I, yeah. w- I want to. Okay. We got to solve, you know, mysteries like who stole the blanket off of set, right? I know. <laughs> these are the things They're that happen the things behind the scenes, people. That keep us up at night. Okay, so you know
0: how this goes, everyone. We like to do fresh five at the end of the show, and I've got some fun ones for you, Oh, okay. Oh, I love these. Are stuff. you ready? I love a game. She doesn't know what these are. These uh, are just, like, no, I don't. these are just fresh for her. Okay, it's brunch. What are you
1: ordering? A mimosa.
0: There it is. <laughs> There's her being real. She's going to tell you. And this is what it is. Okay. Any food with your mimosa, ma'am? Oh, well,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> I, I love some, I think bacon and champagne. I think that sounds pretty good. Let's go. <laughs> what
0: time is it? It's too late for right? Let's go. That sounds good. Um, best gift you've ever been given?
1: Ooh. Oh, that's hard. Best
0: gift, whether it's like a physical gift, whether, you know, best gift. Is there anything that stands out to you that you're like, that's a
1: really good
0: gift and i have a lot of really fun memories i have a lot of of, that
1: um my husband for our anniversary trip to italy and we got to bring my daughter and so we all went to italy together and that that for me is like the greatest gift you can give is the gift of travel because of the memories that go with it and i have so many fun memories i have ridiculous memories of the like the rental car breaking down and my husband of course. losing it on the side of the of road course. and you know but you know what that memories it's fun <laughs> it's we fun. were all following
0: i remember that trip i was like oh i'm gonna live my life through brooke as she's oh, in italy that was so a beautiful fun. trip okay trip to italy um if you could have coffee with any musician or artist dead or alive ooh, who would it be so you're gonna have coffee with any i'm thinking more musician with you because yep 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 or actor actress dead or alive oh, that's so hard that's hard to round it down even like a the top yeah because like if we're gonna go I,
1: i'll cheat if we're gonna go living i would go bill murray that's that'd gonna be fun it would be so fun yeah and i've heard rumor that like if he like is tending bar at events he just gives everybody shots of tequila so i bet that would end up being that instead of the coffee <laughs> bill if you're listening uh, let's go out let's go let's hang out. out but then oh dead or alive i I, I jimmy hendrix would be really cool that'd be a fun one Can you imagine having
0: coffee with jimmy hendrix? hendrix that would be
1: awesome yeah, that that's would be a, a memory. One. That would be a memory. No, that's go. a good one. I, that's a good question. Uh,
0: headed on vacation, Brooke. Where are you going besides Italy? <laughs> besides Italy, if you were ahead you're on a plane. Where are you headed? Where's your favorite place? Somewhere of vacation? warm
1: right now. And oh, and, and if no kids, oh, that that's I can just be on the flight with no kids. You know how traveling it is. Like traveling with a toddler is the worst.
0: I was scared of it, so we didn't do it till Amelia was like three or four.
1: Uh-huh. So yeah, it's I know with Ava, she how was how old was she when you went to Italy? Uh, she was. Almost three. We went on a red eye to Italy because uh, I thought she'd sleep. She stayed up the whole time, people. Whole time. And she just ended up walking up to different people's chairs, leaning on it and going mm-hmm. like, what you doing over there? <laughs> just talking to strangers. Yeah, that's my kid. Just like your mama. Just like me. <laughs> yep. Okay, so
0: somewhere warm is where your vacation. Okay, Anywhere. last one. What are you most excited about in life
1: right now? Oh, watching my kids grow up. That's, that's it for me. It's, I love, I you fall in love with your children, you don't just love them. And it's been so fun to watch Ava grow. And now I look at this little fat, sloppy little nugget that I have, he's just drooling all over himself. And I just am looking at him going, who are you going to become? And mm-hmm. I feel that same way about Ava. I can't wait to watch them grow up and to just to be a part of it. they're part-
0: anything like their parents, you know, they're headed <laughs> in great places.
1: Uh, it's going to be one wild ride. And I'm just happy I got a ticket.
0: Well, you have a beautiful family, and congrats on all of your success. We are so lucky to have you on the show. And if, we, if people want to
1: follow you on social, I know we post our socials on the show, but real quick, oh, shout yes. it out. My uh, Instagram is really all I do, is and it's just at Brooke underscore Mangum, because somebody made a fake profile of me that was just Brooke Mangum, and then later abandoned it because they de- de- deemed me not famous enough to <laughs> impersonate but i can't get a hold of the handle
0: <laughs> well now they're mad at that decision because so they need
1: you there so there you go so underscore underscore <laughs> mango. whoever okay. has that account please help me out <laughs>
0: okay you're amazing i'm so lucky you, to to. be able to, i just love you and i'm so lucky to be able to co-host with you at least one day a week oh we are so, so fun we are so grateful to have you thanks for chatting with us getting to know brooke mangum a little bit better everyone Thanks so much. And thank you for listening to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Congrats. You made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.